start with the Zayn chorus from Africa today. Because we're going to speak about the day of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You see, the Holy Spirit starts with very gentle rains. Showers. Those are the first rains that come upon the crops. And then comes the heavy rains of the Spirit. And then comes the thunder and the thunderclaps. Let's just start with that and then we'll sit down. Showers. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the rushing of rain. So Ahab went up to eat, to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And he bowed himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, Go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And at the seventh time he said, Behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising out of the sea. And he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariots and go down, lest the rain stop you. In a little while, the heavens grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Then if we go to the letter of James, chapter 5, starting from verse, halfway through verse 16. It says, the prayer of a righteous man has great power in its effects. Elijah was a man of like nature with ourselves. And he prayed fervently that it may not rain. And for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again. And the heavens gave rain. And the earth brought forth its fruit. We know how terrible it is when there is a drought. I have been in Africa in drought, where there is not one blade of green anywhere to be seen. Just miles and miles of brown earth. When I was there two years ago in Malawi, there wasn't even any yellow grass left. It was brown. Everywhere was brown. And the clouds came, and the clouds went, but it did not rain. At this time, when the animals go to the last of the water holes, they get thin, many die, and at this stage, the human beings there have nothing left to eat. And there were already three dead people in the village of Migoni when I went. Yet, as I explained yesterday, God answered the prayer of those new believers within an hour, and he sent them in. Amen. And through that, that church was born. And God has raised up a wonderful miracle and a wonderful great church in that area. And it, there's over 2,000 people there today. But rain is also a spiritual thing. Because the physical always mirrors the spiritual. 
Now I want to take you to John 7, verse 37. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and proclaimed, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, which those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Now Jesus isn't speaking about one river, but about many rivers flowing out through our lives. A river comes down from the mountains, usually in a narrow stream, sometimes down waterfalls, and then it flows into a broader river, and then a broader river on its way to the sea. You can try and stop a river by building a land wall, but nothing can stop a river. It will either overflow over the wall, or it will go around the sides of the wall, or it will come through an outlet with such powerful force that people make electricity from it. Nothing can stop a river. And the Lord is not talking about one river going through our lives, but many rivers. Now, how do rivers start? There can be no rivers without clouds. Rain can only come from clouds that absorb the dew from the air, and they absorb it and absorb it and absorb it until the cloud just bursts out and pours out the rain upon the earth. There's nothing worse than in a drought when you see clouds that do not absorb the moisture of the air. And the clouds come and their shadows come over the land, but the clouds yield no rain, but we know. Those clouds are useless. And people who do not know how to come into the heavenly realm of God's presence to receive from the heavenly reign of the Holy Spirit are just as useless as clouds that do not receive the dew from the atmosphere. Now there had been a drought for three and a half years before Elijah prayed down rain. And then we read from James that the prayer of a righteous man yields much fruit. The prayer of a righteous man yields much fruit. So the first thing a Christian needs to do is to turn from sin and live a righteous life. That is first and foremost. And once one is standing strong for the Lord to come into his presence, 
If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Any man who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. The first thing we need to do is live for righteousness. The second thing is to thirst for God's presence. And if we know God, we will want to spend time in his presence. Yeah. If you don't know God, then prayer is hard. But we need to break through that. Sometimes we have to struggle to come into God's presence. But if you are thirsty enough, you will spend the time until you come. Amen. And in the beginning, it isn't easy. I have spent sometimes up to seven hours battling in the beginning to come into the presence of God. And I was so determined to come into the presence of God that I was not going to stop until I found it. And once you find it, you never want to come out of his presence again. Amen. Because it's so glorious. And when you come into his presence more and more, it gets easier and easier. Sometimes it can still be difficult. Sometimes you're in his presence in a couple of seconds. Sometimes it might take half an hour. Sometimes it may take an hour. Depending where you are, depending on the spiritual battles one has to sometimes get through to get into his holy presence. But it is worth it. And once you come into the presence, try and live in the presence all the time. Amen. Never come out of it. Amen. Because if you can live in the presence of God, you are able to hear from clearly. You are able to speak and know who hears you. Then you can walk by faith because you know the God who answers prayer. So yes, it takes a struggle sometimes, but it is worth it. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, Again, believing God, letting no bondage limit you. Unbelief is a bondage. Lack of prayer is a bondage. Sickness is a bondage. Struggling with fears is a bondage. And the Lord wants to set us free from those bondages Amen. into his glorious freedom of knowing him. That is the most precious thing in the world. And the places that are learning to come into God's presence, those are the places that are producing results. In about 1981, I visited a place in South Africa, between South Africa and Zululand, called Crosses of Bantu. These were run by German missionaries who came over from Germany, and in the first few years, nothing happened. And there were some children playing outside the window, and one of the missionaries got upset with these children playing ball rather noisily outside, and opened the window and told them to be quiet. 
And then he sat down and God spoke to this man. And God said, those are the ones I've sent you to Africa. Amen. And these missionaries repented, got filled with the Holy Spirit, began to pray for the sick, and the Lord began to heal them. Then there was a lady there that was there for three hours walked to the missionaries, and the missionaries prayed over this dead person, and the Lord raised that lady from the dead. And Pastor Ubuntu became a hospital without medical doctors. Mm. They built three doors <laughs> with triple bunk beds, which were always full. And there was a queue outside the two missionaries' doors all day long, a queue of sick people. And one by one, they went into those offices and most of the time came out healed. And if they went entirely healed, they stayed in the hospital another day and went for a prayer session every day until they were healed, and then they went home. And people came from all over the world to cross the mountain. And I went there to learn from these great men of God. And I learned so much. They have learned that the rivers of living waters that are flowing through their lives come direct from God. Amen. In 1980, when I sat up in that dungeon of Paul, where Paul was kept prisoner, I said to the Lord, Lord, there's not even a trickle of water coming out of my life. Please would you enable this to change. And from that day, the Lord has been working with me and enabling some streams of living water to start flowing. And he wants rivers of living water to flow out of each one of our lives. <laughs> but, like the clouds, we have to receive from the heavenly realm every day of our lives. <laughs> I surprised somebody a month ago when they asked, What is the most important thing in your ministry? I said, There's only one thing. That's far, far more important than my ministry or any ministry. And that is my time with God in God's presence. Amen. Without spending time in God's presence, there is no ministry. There is no ministry that's worth anything. Amen. Because there'd be no power. The most important thing we can do is come into God's presence daily and be filled and filled and filled and filled with His Holy Spirit. Amen. And then it almost wants to burst. Amen. Thank you for healing. Amen. It's all from God. Yes. I can't hear a fly. <laughs> but Jesus can hear anybody. Amen. And the more we get to know the Lord, the more we want to be with him. Amen. Because he is so glorious. Amen. It's so wonderful. Amen. He is everything we ever need. Amen. And having his Holy Spirit within us. Amen. The Holy Spirit within us goes wherever we go. Amen. The Holy Spirit is a gift from God. And we need to be refilled and refilled and refilled daily in prayer from the Lord. Amen. That rivers of living waters may flow through our lives. Amen. That we become clouds that yield rain. 
And when the cows give a grain, it comes into the rivers. And the rivers give moisture to the ground. And the ground grows the crops. And the crops yield a harvest. There is life. And when we spend time with God, the same thing happens. We receive from the heavenly real. And then we allow it to flow out to rivers of living water, bringing life, bringing freedom, bringing healing, bringing encouragement, bringing life, new life wherever we go. You know, we can only take one thing to heaven with us, and that is our friends. The friends and those people that we lead to Jesus. We should all be witnesses for Jesus. Don't just leave it to the great men of God. Amen. And he's calling you, each one, to spend time in his presence, to believe him, to come to know him, to receive from him in the heavenly places. Because part of the Lord's Prayer says, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How can that be done? Through our lives. You know, only Christians can go up into the heavenly real and prayer to receive from God of heaven, the beauties of heaven, the healing power of heaven, the love of heaven, the joy of heaven, the peace of heaven, the encouragement of heaven, the words of heaven, to then walk on this earth, to then give it out to others. And if Christians don't go up into the heavenly realm daily to receive from God, nobody else will. Let's just come into God's presence. Let's just seek Him with our hearts. He wants to pour out His Spirit upon us now. And if there's anyone here who has not accepted Jesus into your heart as Lord and Saviour, or be baptized in the Holy Spirit, can you just raise your hand because we want to pray for you? Anyone here? Yes, it is. Right where you are. Just say this prayer after me. And those watching on TV, just say the same words. To receive Jesus into your heart, you just say a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying on the cross to forgive my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross to forgive my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Where I have sinned against you. Where I have sinned against you. In thought. In thought. In word. In words. In deed. In deeds. In things left undone. In things left undone. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. And those who also want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to say these words after me. And Lord, and Lord, please baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Please baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I just pray that you will fill every person with your love, with your joy, with your peace, with your glorious presence, that they may know you are Lord. Lord, I pray that every person may first to come to know you in that secret place, into the Holy of Holies, every day of their lives. 
that may make me feel and fill with your beautiful life.